chamois butter. Yeah, that's a the old chamois butter. That's a go-to. Uh, keeping things lubed up. You gotta. You, I mean, minimizing chafing. You literally, you can live without it. Mm, but, not happy. Um, can't live happy. You cannot live happy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fun-filled episode of Coaches on Couches. Bing slouches. We're not slouching. We're we've been on it all morning. I know it. Yeah, camp <laughs> camp week. Uh, youth camp is always a yeah. long week. Youth running camps are a uh, ton of fun, mm-hmm. but also a ton of ton of energy. Yes. <clears throat> That's what you're known for, though, Dale. Yeah, high, I'm just high Dale's, energy. Dale's known for just being... It's like, Dale, simmer down now, man. Simmer down. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about uh, gear. Love talking about gear. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about gear and products that uh, we presently are using yep. and that we, uh, we both love and don't like so much to the point where we want to throw it out the window. Mm-hmm. So, I am Coach Dale Sanford. I am Coach Bryant Funston. We are the co-founders of BPC Performance Coaching, where we specialize in helping time-crunched athletes optimize their busy schedules so they can maximize their athletic performance. Every BPC coach is trained in our Five Pillars coaching system that has been developed over the last decade through our work with athletes of all ages and ability levels, from fresh off the couch to world championship competitors. You can find out more about BPC by going to buildpeakcompete.com, checking Facebook and YouTube at buildpeakcompete, or all up in that Instagram at BPC Performance. That was one of your smoothest there, Funston. You know? One of your smoothest. I keep telling myself I should just memorize this. (laughs) All right, we will get to our gear talk here in just a second, but first... Shout outs. Shout outs. A lot of them. Yeah, we have, well, we had a, a local race this mm-hmm. last weekend, the Annie Oakley Buffalo Bill uh, Triathlon, which is actually split between male and female races, but also a super sprint, mm-hmm. which is like a 400 yard swim and an eight mile bike and a two mile run. And then the sprint race, which is a, is about 800 yard swim, uh, 16 mile bike and a four mile run. And it's all split up. So had a lot of people racing, but uh, we had Jamie Bailey, first female masters in the sprint. Bam. Heather Nichols, first age group in the sprint. Bam. Adrian Hall, first age group in the sprint. Bam. Philip Young took the win in the super sprint. Bam. Bam. Uh, Greg Brody, first age group in the super sprint. Kapow. John Zinn, second age group Bam. in the super sprint. <laughs> And uh, Michelle Weir, first age group in the super sprint. Yahtzee. Yeah. Nice. Few few folks racing. Yep. And then uh, we also had folks that went to Little Rock. There was a, the state crit for Arkansas was in Little Rock, and then the time trial was the next day. We had folks doing that. Uh, and then on Sunday, people racing uh, over in uh, Alabama, Huntsville. So uh, Adam Ferroni uh, was just off the podium in Little Rock uh, in a in a larger field fast race um and then the next day he drove all the way to huntsville so a lot of time in the car uh he went uh fourth and sixth in the uh four five and then the uh, masters 40 50 60 but 
the top two people in that 40, 50, 60 race, uh, I mean, the, the guy who got first, Mike Olheiser, uh, like <laughs> multi-time huh. masters and world uh, national, no big deal. Ma- a world champion. So, yeah, he's a, he's a bad dude. So so finishing behind him is uh, is not too most bad. people do, yeah. And then uh, Dr. Dr. J, as we call him, Dr. Downing, uh, he was second at the uh, at the TT of twenty K TT Arkansas sixty plus yeah. yeah, so congrats to him. Did you mention Lee already? And then uh, also over uh, in Huntsville, yeah, Lee Lee Rustin takes the top step uh, in the ladies like uh, masters race. So and her and her and Pam race great together. I guess Racing they, strong. Yeah, they uh, attacked the nonstop. I guess on the there was like a hill on the backside of the course, and they just kept. Kind of one-two punching until Lee got away and went in solo nice. by about fifty seconds or so, I think. Sweet. Oh, All we right. also had uh, uh, th- three guys do uh, the local Herb Parsons race. So, oh, yeah. so much racing. Um, a lot of them were using it just more of a you know, kind of a, a train through style race. Yeah. Um, David Collins, he actually uh, he rode to the race, raced the race, and rode home. So he had himself like a big old day. Yeah, yeah. A really big day. Same with Will uh, Levy. So, big days. Big days. All right. So let's uh, let's get to it. Uh, first, we're going to talk about a couple of uh, products or gear items that we're presently using or kind of new to us, um, but we're we're presently using and you know kind of give you an idea of how things are going with it. Mm-hmm. So my first one is actually attached big, to me. Big disclaimer first, though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Big disclaimer. So. One of the products that we've talked about before uh, that we're going to be mentioning here as well, uh, we do receive monetary compensation for because we sell the product. Uh, everything else here we receive, we, we did not receive for free. I don't think I... No. None of it was received for free. We paid for everything that's on this. We don't receive any kickbacks. We don't have affiliate links to any of this stuff. So not a- uh, you're getting our honest feedback on uh, yep. on this stuff brutally will be yep. at, toward the end there so disclaimer <laughs> over all right so my first one is uh attached to my wrist it's uh it's the new garmin 945 um multi-sport watch and um i've had it for about a month well no actually i've had it since mid-may so uh month and a half yeah a month and a half or so um I, I like it. I I went from the 920 to the 945, so I skipped like the 735 and then and the 935, which were pretty big changes, pretty big upgrades. Uh, went to this watch, and um, you know the big differences between this and then the 935, it looks exactly the same. You would never notice it was any different if you didn't look at the color of the buttons. Okay. So like that's really the only look difference. Um, they so they've added the big difference is they've added a pulse oximeter to it so really that really only comes in handy if you're like going at altitude and it kind of helps you uh determine if you're acclimating or how fast you're acclimating to to being at altitude um they've added music to this one so it's got spotify music and and some a couple other music uh apps on it uh, I use Spotify, so it's really convenient to not have to carry my phone everywhere. Um, hooks right up to Bluetooth headphones. Like as soon as you click it on, it's like, where's the headphones? And yep. and they nice. hook up real fast. Yep. Uh, so that's been really cool. And then it added the uh, contactless payments. So you can put your little wallet on here and pay for stuff uh, through your watch. Kind of like an Apple Watch. Yeah. 
but uh, they've got their own. Hey, if there's one function I need, it's an easier way to spend money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they like. <laughs> Thanks, I think Garmin. The only other like like the other thing major thing that I've I've read about on this one is that they've changed the GPS chip or something in this to one of the one of the more common ones that people are using Sony chip or something like that. Um, so like as compared to like my Garmin 1000, mm-hmm. it might take another like few seconds to get the Connectivity to get the, the uh, satellites, okay. but it supposedly is like way better for the battery life. Uh, this thing's supposed to have like crazy battery life, and I use it a lot with music, so the music kind of drains the battery. And you know, what kind of battery life are you getting? I mean, I don't. I charge it like maybe twice a week. Okay. And I and I use it for to be long ride. I mean, I haven't used runs. it on a long like I haven't used it on a whole lot of riding, okay. but uh, running, swimming, uh, like so it gets used a lot mm-hmm. during the week. But it you know the battery life has been good. It has the uh, it has like the optical heart rate monitor like built into it. So if you leave that on, it also like kind of you know drains the battery a little bit. Yeah. But I think it can get up to like. I want to say 28 hours, like depending on the settings that you have. Yeah. Uh, so battery life has been good so far. Uh, char- charges quickly. Price point on? This one is 600, 700, 600 bucks, depending on the bundle you get, because you can get it with the heart rate monitors and stuff like that. Yeah. I just got the watch. I think it was 600 bucks. Okay. Um, you know, the, the, one, the one complaint right now that I have on this thing is when you like – or like I do some like uh, things in the pool where you pull yourself out, out of the pool, get out, and then you dive back in for another rep. Hit and lap. Every time I <laughs> my, my wrist bends, it like changes the screen or it like hits something. And then when I'm trying to lap out that, that rep, I'm like three, four seconds behind because I have to find the lap screen and then, gotcha. or I have to hit the button like two twice to get back to where yeah. I can lap it. Um, other than that, it's been it's been a little weird. Like I got a little bit of a like dry like where the optical heart rate thing is. Uh-huh. The my skin right there is like s- super dry, so I'm turning it off to see if if that is if it's gonna clear if it'll clear up without yeah. that thing running all day long. So I mean I don't know. You have a LED shooting into your skin all day long. Who knows? I mean. Huh. There's no long term. I was wondering why you had a very suntan yeah, patch right there. There's no long term testing on this thing, so, uh, so huh, that's interesting. We'll see. But overall, it's it's a great. There's way more to this watch than anybody will ever need. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, they also added crash crash detection to it. Oh, cool. So you can program it to like if it detects you getting in a crash, it'll send out text messages to people. You can create a list of who to text. Uh, and then it also has it has live tracking on on it that's like been around for a while now. But it does have like Strava live segments, right? It has the live segments. Good. It has uh, it's got uh, the it's got what's called assistance to where you can like it's, even if you don't get in a crash, even if it doesn't detect a crash, you can do like a combo of buttons and it'll send out a emergency message saying like basically I'm getting mugged or something like that. Something like you know, there's so, other safety. Do you know the sequence? No, <laughs> they, they, the, the Dale rides thing, with life alert. Instead. If you're not like a fairly technical, like if you don't really like technology, this may not be the watch yeah. for you because literally any of the three buttons that you normally have on the watch, if you hold down 
any of those three buttons, it brings up different like uh, menus. And so like, and each menu has a ton of different things you can rifle through. So like, it took me like two weeks to figure out that to get to this menu, I hold this button. And then if I need to find this, I have to be in this menu. Gotcha. And it's not like all like it's not super one intuitive it's list. Not, it's not yeah, but it's just there's so much there. Yeah. That it's just it's just a lot. Yeah. Uh but overall, I mean you you will not get any more data and any more functionality out of any watch. I mean they they've pretty much put the exact same functions as their like $1500 Mark 5 whatever they call it uh watch like has pretty much everything that thing has. Huh. So crazy. It's a great deal at six hundred dollars. Bam! <laughs> so, I like it. So that's my it. that's my first one. My uh, my first one had it for quite some. I can't remember when I got them, but my uh, power meter pedals. Oh yeah, the Favero Asiomas. Yeah, um, left right pedals. That? You can also get single. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> They're Italian. Favero. Is that better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you uh, there? You can get them either as a single-sided uh, or a left-right. You can add it on later. So if you wanted to go single-sided to start with and then add a right, you can do that. Um, the the I, I've been a huge fan so far. Um, what is the I was a platform on those? It's it's kind of like the look or the Shimano, but it's a smaller. It's it's their own. Okay. So that's kind of the, the biggest downside I've I've got with them is it's a smaller cleat. Yeah. Um, the platform's not as big, and you can kind of tell. So if you're someone who wants to run your cleats like further back towards heel, yeah, um, you know you don't like it out towards the toes because uh, I know you like to run it. I'm a I'm you've a got far the back. extenders, right? Yeah. So it's a single sided uh, uh, clip in, and it, it, I have noticed that even running it like all the way Slammed. back, yeah, it's it's kind of. I, I would probably like it a little bit more back uh, on my foot, but it's it's been fine. Um, you can adjust the tension on it, so that's you know that's good if you're someone who likes it tight yeah. versus not. Um, so ha- having their own their own cleat system, you just need to order extra. So I I keep meaning to buy more to put like on uh, other other shoes. Do they have variable float in the like cleats? Can you buy a variable? I believe you more? can. Yeah. I think they have the five degree. I think the ones I'm on are like the five degree gotcha. float. Um, it's not been an issue. And if, if you've got your cleat adjusted properly, the the float, you don't need quite yep. as much. But uh, about a 50-hour battery life is what they say. Um, I I did have an issue with one side. I don't know if it stayed on or what, but one side ended up going dead and the other side didn't. And when that happened, it would not read power at all. So it didn't like divert to a single-sided and double okay. it. I was just getting like no power reading, but after charging it up, it takes probably six, eight hours to, to get a full charge on them. Um, and the, the charging is it's rechargeable. So it's super easy. I mean, there comes with all the stuff to do the charging. You plug it in long cord and it actually, um, it's, it's like a magnet based oh, and, nice. and attaches to the, the cylindrical part of the pedal, yeah. like the inner part. And it just kind of snaps on there. And, uh, uh, they've got a very user-friendly app, uh, with it. It's an app that actually functions well, which is nice. So yeah. you can like check battery life on the app. You can use the app to shut it off. So if you're like traveling with it, with the app, you can shut the power meters off completely. So it's not like huh. sensing motion and then keeping your, yeah. you know, the power meter on. Um, so you can use that. Uh, you can do the zero offset, you know, recalibrate um, with the app. Anytime you switch the pedals, there's no like 
torque specifications for them. Um, but each time you change pedals from you know one bike to another, um, you need to go and do the the app recalibration. Yeah. What's the after how, that? It's all calibrated. How's the accuracy them. been on those? They've been solid. Like so, I was a power tap guy. Pretty much, that's been pretty much my exclusive. I've been on three or four different power taps. Um, you know, perceived effort. I haven't run them simultaneously to to check it yet, but perceived effort wise, it's been. Yeah, you know, 300 watts feels like 300 watts kind of thing. Um, you get the left-right balance very accurate because it's reading both sides, not not estimating. So you've got the left-right balance, which is a a nice feature. Pedal smoothness you can get out of it. Um, torque efficiency. So if you want to kind of dive into the big time data with that, you can. Uh, what else What's am I missing price on point them? On that one, on those. Uh, I got them. I think most places you'll get them for like. Six ninety nine, seven forty nine, kind of around there for the dual. For the dual, yeah, that's a good single sided. Was a couple hundred bucks less, like four ninety nine for a single. If they work, yeah. If they work and they're and they feel accurate, like I really feel like it's the best dual sided deal out there. And it's been, I mean, I've been I've been on it enough now. I mean, I've got yeah. over fifty hours easy of training on them. Um, I know. Uh, Greg Rohde uses Rody's them as on well, them. yeah. Yep. Uh, one of the guys from uh, Nashville, Michael Lee, he's been on them for over a season, and he he's, uh, he's a big fan and yeah. sings its praises as well. Um, you can find deals out there for, for less than that, like six forty nine. I think is the lowest I've seen it. So, gotcha. And that's pretty cheap for, for dual-sided. Absolutely. Um, and I, I just love the rechargeable aspect of it. Yep. Where you're not messing around. Like power tap, that's like one of the things I hate the most is... The battery. Yeah, stripping the whole yeah. wheel off. And then I finally bought the hand tool to like take the cap off. Otherwise, I was like trying to manhand it. Didn't you have like one of the wired ones for a while? I had like one of the originals, yeah. Wired power, yeah, wired power Yeah, taps. that was back, yeah, 2008. I had the wired with, yeah. the, with the paddle, like the yeah. paddle on the back. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would, I would really recommend them to anyone that's looking to get into the, uh, an affordable, reliable, um, you know, power meter. It's been, it's been great. Downside is if you're like a, you know, if you're a speed play kind of person. Yeah. I love my, I love my speed plays. Yep. So this is the single sided versus dual entry. Gotcha. All right. Well, my, uh, my next one is a, is a swim product. I got a couple of swim products on here. Um, I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I've started using these uh, goggles by a company called Magic 5. And uh, they were introduced to me through uh, another athlete I was working with uh, doing bike fit on. And he just mentioned them. And I looked him up. And basically, it's custom-made goggles, custom to fit basically your, your, your eye sockets, essentially. Um, so you take your phone and you scan your face. And then they create a goggle for you and send it to you they're not cheap they're like 50 bucks a a pair um but they are absolutely the best fitting goggles i've ever had ever hands down uh they sit like i said they sit inside of your your eye sockets so Mm -hmm. like um you can die like i've never had a pair of goggles where i felt really good about diving Mm -hmm. with them and granted, I've never. You usually would do cannonball, right? I would usually cannonball, yeah. and they'd go flying. Yeah, <laughs> and I just never knew why. <laughs> but you can, but you can literally, I, you put them on, and they don't even take a lot of like. You don't even have to tighten the straps much. Mm-hmm. They like you just sit there, 
and dive and and there's no leakage they don't come off like they're great they fit great uh they take a little bit of getting used to because of where they sit so like in certain parts where there's like very little uh like what is straight bone yeah. like you'll you know you might get sore in the corner of your eye a little bit when you take them off you don't feel it when they're on but it's like you take them off you're like ah like that little little sore there yeah. but but other than that, I mean, they like I said, they fit great. Did you get used to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like when it was you, just initially when you first sit on a bike saddle, and uh, right afterwards you're like, oh, yeah, it's not so. And good. the uh, the glass they use is great. It like makes everything super bright. Um, it's almost like you. It's weird because you take them off, and everything seems way darker. Hmm. It's yeah, it's. Like everything seems way more like colorful and vibrant, like, vibrant with these goggles on. Like the world's so much better with and these goggles. And then you take them off, and, and literally everything like looks Eeyore. looks a little orange uh, and like darker. Huh? Yeah. But overall, they've been awesome so far. Been good for in the pool and open water. Yeah, yeah. Like sighting wise, they they're they're pretty good with with uh, fogging. I would say there's no goggle that the the defogger that they put on there is going to last forever. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. So, um, they've been good so far as far as like not fogging up, uh, occasionally and like they'll, they'll fog a little bit in the pool. Like when it's, when the pool's like 86, you know, super hot. Um, but over, other than that, no, it's been great. They've great for sighting. Um, and I have, I've got the mirrored ones. They have three different versions. They have a, Basically, a dark dark lens, a clear lens, and a like a mirrored lens. I've got the mirrored ones, and they've been great. Uh, I mean, nobody likes sighting into the sun, but no. it's they're better, you know, better than way better than clear or even just smoke like the smoke lenses. So so far they've been good. They come with a cool little like carrying case, so they dry naturally. That's mm-hmm. a big thing. Like you stuff a you stuff goggles in a closed case and they just get it's condensation and everything stays in there and the goggle fogs over and that defogger just gets eaten away really quickly so they like give you a little case to keep them in so that they dry quicker appropriately yeah Yeah. so what's the turnaround from i think i had them in um it's a small company uh and they're kind of cranking out goggles as quick as they can i think i had mine in two weeks okay maybe um, Where are they out of? I think I want to say like South Carolina or North Carolina. Okay, I could be way off on that, but uh, yeah, I mean, real small company. I think it might be just a couple, couple guys, uh, just putting together goggles. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, great, great uh, so far. I'm happy nice. with them. I probably won't be changing anytime soon. I went years using the uh, Aquasphere, um, Cayennes or something like that, and um. I mean, as soon as I changed over to these, I no going back, huh? I think the only I would say my only thing is the nose piece on it is they come with like three different nose pieces. So when you take uh, when you like if you pull the goggles away from your face, if they shift too much, the nose piece detaches, and now you're like ugh, you gotta like get it back. Put Either them take back them off completely or put them back together. So like if you have to like clean them out right before a race and you pull them out. And they detach, you're you're in trouble. Yeah. So um, that's that's it. I mean, you just you know, and you don't do it. Don't do that. Yeah. 
Cool. Uh, my next one, the Giro Empire uh, ACC road bike shoes. So those are the lace-ups. I went with the tuxedo uh, coloring. Yeah, why would you not? Exactly, right? The the black with the white. Um, it says you like to party. It does. Really. It does. I'm keeping it classy. Yeah. I figured I'd better dress up at least at one point in my life. And that's that's it, the yep. shoes. Uh, lightweight. So that's, you know, that was a plus. That's kind of why I was wanting to go with them. The other reason was they are the lace-ups. And I was just curious to, to test out how that lace-up would feel. I know some people said they like it because you can really kind of adjust mm-hmm. the tightness over different spots of your foot. Um, I have not been a super big fan uh, overall. <laughs> uh, I've given them plenty I'm of sensing. time. I've given them plenty of time to, to break in. Um, and I've had issues. You know, I've got flat feet, so... Uh, I've had issues in the past with like arch, you know, having too much arch support. Mm-hmm. Um, no issue there, but they are of they're a narrow they're a narrow shoe. So Euros if you're a wide, narrow. yeah, if you're a wide footed person, my right the right shoe's fine, but the left shoe that's why I'm shoeless today. So I can just point it out for you. <laughs> it's actually because my socks were wet, but like right there, you know, I can feel that yeah. that bone like on longer Being rides and I can live with that. The thing I dislike the most though is if if your shoe gets loose or you didn't have it tight enough at the start and you realize it that first hard effort you do in a race yep you're not adjusting it like you're not stopping and tying your shoe and tightening it up and and the other thing is it like the that comes with a little elastic like strap like a u-shaped that you can just tuck your uh, laces under Uh, within two weeks, one of those ripped off. And I, you know, I wasn't giving it a massive tug, but like lifting it up to put it in, and it just yanked out. So now I have to shove, I have to like feed it under the laces now. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, I I personally would not repurchase <laughs> yeah. the shoe. Uh, I I just don't like not being able to tighten. The biggest complaint yeah. is not being able to tighten it on the go or yeah. loosen it on the go. You're kind of stuck with what you've got. I'm such a like a Velcro guy. Like I, I can do every shoe just Velcro straps because mm-hmm. it's just so quick yep. and easy. Yeah. Um, uh, before that, I had the Bontragers, uh with a single single boa. Yeah. And strap on the on the yep. fr- uh, near the toe box. Um, I'm still using those uh, with my other uh, on my time trial bike. I've got the power tap on that. So I've been using those on uh, on the time trial bike. Those fit a lot a lot better, and I love the the quick boa adjustability. So yeah, um, if I uh, my next round of shoes, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the boas. They're pretty uh, dependable for the most part. I've mm-hmm. never had I've never had I've heard of people having boas break. Yeah, but almost ev- like every time it breaks, either the shoe company or boa will. Will send you replacement parts. Yeah, I mean, so they they back the products pretty good. Um, do you have another one before we go on? Uh, I do another uh, purchase. I made the Poc Cerebral, P O C. Yeah, uh, it's their time trial helmet. I finally upgraded from my uh, my Rudy Project wingspan that I've had for newer years when like the inner foam <laughs> like had fallen out and there was like rust on one side and yeah. Uh, so I ended up I ended up going with the with the Poc Cerebral. I think I'm saying that right. Um, it's more like your cask, like the shorty. Yeah, the shorty. Yep. Um, I spend a lot of time kind of keeping head head as tucked as I as I can. Um, it's got like this little, almost like a foam, 
um, piece in the back. So it sort of tucks up against your head, but it's not like painful, not like tight when it's hitting you. Yeah. Um, I haven't used, I've only used it in one, in one race now. It's got a really big visor, which I like. It comes with two different colors for the visor. You got clear and then you've got, um, kind of like a, almost like a smoky amber lens that came with You gotta have the clear one. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. So, but it's really good line of sight, which I love. Um, I, I like the fact that it's got the front mask on it. Um, I much prefer that. And from an aerodynamic standpoint, having that versus, you know, glasses with oh, yeah. this shield is lot so much of, better. Uh, wind catching stuff. So, um, haven't, didn't have issues, you know, obviously it was a shorter TT, but I warmed up beforehand with it on, um, hot day at rockabilly. I didn't, I didn't notice it being overly hot. I did notice when my head was in certain positions, it was catching some wind. Did it whistle? And it was whistling. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, well, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I just kind of changed my head position a little bit. Um, but didn't have issues with like sweat and stuff getting all over the lens and making it hard to see or anything like that. Gotcha. So, so far, so good. I, um, you know, obviously I've only used it one time, but uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Sweet. All right. Well, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna kind of move on and shift gears here to uh, a few products, and we won't go into a ton of detail on them. Mm-hmm. But uh, a few products that we just can't live without, and yep. these are things that we use all the time, and we absolutely love. We've been using them for a while, mm-hmm. and they have made a big difference in our training, racing, yep. whatever. So, yep. I think the first one is the one we were talking about that we uh, we do, in fact, uh, where we can. <laughs> still have to sell it to actually get anything off of it. But uh, a product that we both use, which is the Precision Hydration 1500, um, has made all the difference in the world for me personally um, as far as just performance and not feeling totally... Smoked, like death. Like feel like death after races, no cramping, no... And that uh, that essentially is a 1500 milligram... Yeah, of per sodium per liter yeah. uh, tab or solution, yeah. yeah solution for your for your drink. So a really strong electrolyte drink, um, which us knowing that we're salty sweaters and we sweat a lot, yeah. it's been a huge game changer. Other, it's just so hard to stay on top of it. Otherwise, yeah, um, especially on long days. So that is also one of my can't live without is the uh, is that fifteen hundred. It it really has like changed not only like what like like how I feel during and after, mm-hmm. um, but like my attitude toward the heat, mm-hmm. like completely, because I, I, for the longest time, I was like, oh, it's hot out, probably going to have an issue after this race. We'll see how it goes. And mm-hmm. then like literally I'll, I would get like on the run in a triathlon and be like, look, man, if you push yourself into the hole, when you cross that finish line, you're going to be in a world of hurt. Yep. So like, is it worth it? Yeah. yeah. So now it's like I'm. I'm like it's hot out. I'm just gonna take in some more and preload and and get this get as much electrolyte in the body as possible and let everybody else suffer. Yep, for sure. So moving on. Yeah. Uh, one of the big things, like for me, um, like the the technical demand of swimming is like trumps, in my opinion, a lot of other aspects of getting faster in the pool, at least for, at least for amateur triathletes, people who are learning to swim as adults. Yeah. So it is very hard to learn proper technique, especially front quadrant swimming, like front end swimming. Um, if you 
can't breathe <laughs> and you have to focus on your breathing so much that like everything else you don't you don't think about everything else when you are hypoxic and exactly yeah so um i i fought it for years because i thought it was the dorkiest thing ever but i eventually got um a front snorkel i got the speedo bullet head which is a very reasonably priced about 25 26 bucks um front snorkel and um it has changed a lot of the way i swim because i have been able over the last year and a half to really focus on like what's happening with my hand or my like in in the catch or um you know setting up a good pull i've been able to see it and like concentrate see on it, it and string it together right. too right it's not like every second or third or fourth stroke you're right. to take a breath you're you're doing multiple strokes with great form mm -hmm. uh, and you can even focus on the lower body and your body tautness and body position and head alignment and everything you can focus on all that stuff mm -hmm. for an extended period of time um, versus just you know for every third or breath or mm -hmm. every other you know well especially for extreme newbies you know like if you're if you don't have swim fitness you're gonna find that stringing anything together you know you get hypoxic so quick that you get to the point where you're trying to breathe every second stroke yeah. even and then there all farm goes out the window you're yeah it's like survival and two when you're not spoken from experience <laughs> not spoken from experience <laughs> so like when you're trying to create propulsion like and even if when you're working on like hard pulling and you're and you're working on propulsion um again when you like you could probably only do even in a, a, a breathing every two pattern, pulling with a buoy, um, you know, you, you, don't, you won't get as long of a duration with those big hard pulls mm -hmm. as you would when you hold good body position. You've got the front snorkel on. You can breathe as you need to, but you're really working on, you can really just set in and go for a long set of doing yep. massive, like fast, hard pulling. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, it's been a game. I use it. Every swim. I tried to get uh, Dale to wear it during this episode <laughs> the whole time, but... It's hard to talk. It wouldn't be it. hard to talk. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a fantastic uh, tool uh -huh. to, to improve. My, uh, mine is the Bontrager Quantum. So it's more of a mountain bike style glove, mm. uh, but full finger gloves. That's pretty much exclusively what I wear yeah. is full fingers. Why, Brian? I need to get Why? a picture and uh, have that posted of the time I wrecked without gloves your, on. Your meat claws? Yeah. And oh, man. I, uh, anytime I want, like, pros love to have no gloves on. I'm like, any race that I'm at and I see people without gloves, I'm like, you know what happens when you wreck and put your <laughs> hand down? Like, oh. It was the most disgusting thing. I've, one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen, really, was... oh. When you took I'll, those I'll have to find off. a picture. I'll have to find a picture and, and yeah. post. It was bad. So I uh, I highly encourage everyone to wear gloves, not because it's going to give you a ton of extra grip necessarily mm -hmm. on your bars, but mostly so that if you do wreck, I mean, that is a risk of the sport. And, you know, the, the, what's the saying? It's not a matter of, of if, but when. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they're still making those. They've got a new version that's probably similar. Personally, I don't like the big padding. Yeah, so either. these, what I like the most is that these don't have the padding in the in the gloves yep. or in the hands. 
So I got good feel on the bars. I don't have that weird pad that's messing with me. And when I'm, I've been fitting people on bikes and have, uh, by way of just deductive reasoning, come up on a lot of people whose hands go numb because of the padding mm. in their gloves, mm-hmm. because it's putting so much extra pressure yep. in those areas that they're trying Small to pad yep. that actually have the nerves that run through the hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually causes more problems than it solves. Yeah. So, um, On those gloves, uh, like final note, great for summertime. It's got like more of a mesh top, breathes well. Uh, I've never had issues from like my hands getting hot or whatever. Um, so that's been, that's been my go-to. Got it. My, uh, my, my last one here is uh, my time trial helmet. Mm-hmm. I have a Smith Optics podium helmet, and uh, it's another short, short-tailed helmet i ride head down quite a bit um just for comfort and mm-hmm. uh aero position um but it comes with like the two shields big shield in front it breathes really well um one of the nicest parts about it is it has you know it has like the click lock retention yeah. system in the back so like whenever you set like before a race i'll go and set the the uh the width and when I go to put that helmet on, it just goes right on. I've had helmets where the, like, when you're take we take the helmet off after you warm up, that thing moves a little bit, and so when you put it back on, it's either too tight or too loose. It, like almost never, it never moves. So the helmet just fits every time you put. You know, you can mm-hmm. always count on it to fit right mm-hmm. and go on quickly. Um, but comes with a nice case uh i mean yep um, but overall it's been a i mean great helmet breathes really well um you know so far i've been i love it and it's we'll have to like swap and we can uh <laughs> we can compare both helmets there you go there we go uh i've got two more um the di2 on the time trial bike or triathlon specific bike has been something yeah. i i just it allows you to be on a group ride with it. I know some people are like, what, you ride a time trail bike on a group ride? But you you can shift while staying out on the wings, yep. right by the brakes, so it's super safe. Start of time trials, I can stand. I can shift while still standing. I don't have to go to the front uh, arrow bar or to the, yeah, the, the front bar. Um, just that, you know, when you're when you're dealing with seconds uh, yep. over the course of a, of a time trial, um, it's, it's been something that I've really enjoyed having the ability to, to shift from out on the way. And that's primarily the only reason I like it. I don't like it cause it shifts cleaner or whatever. I just yeah. like having the buttons out on the wings. Um, and it allows me to do those group rides. So I'm getting two quality rides per week where I'm able to spend big blocks of time down arrow. Uh, you know, I fall off the back or, or go off the front or whatever. Um, so I save a turtle or save a turtle. Yeah, how about you guys left me? <laughs> I stopped to save a turtle on our group ride, uh, the Hammerfest ride, so I guess I should yeah, expect them all to leave me. But, uh, you know, turtle was saved. Oh. Got some turtle power now. Good on you. But, yeah, it's uh, if you're thinking about making the switch, um, I would, I, I've got no, it's, it's one of the things I like the most is yeah. having that ability. I've got it on my road bike, and it's, it's nice to have for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, I actually haven't had it on a time trial bike yet, but the next one. Once you really once you get into electronic shifting, you won't go back. Yeah. So and, and but don't forget to charge it. 
that is the that's when you want to go back <laughs> that's when you want to go back yeah or if you wreck and uh damage it you have to pay three yeah. times as much to fix it yeah last one chamois butter yeah that's a the old chamois butter that's a go-to uh keeping things lubed up you gotta you, i mean minimizing chafing you literally you can live without it mm, but, not happy um can't live happy you cannot live happy not <laughs> especially in the winter time oh. when there's uh not as much sweating going on very little sweating yeah we keep, won't give too many more details yeah keep that keep lots of options out there but i've always chamois butters work just fine for me yeah uh and it's pretty pretty cheap yep all right on to the one that i'm sure everyone is curious about um products that we would like to smash smash them products that uh are infuriating mm-hmm. and uh yeah so mine is pretty much Every power meter I've ever owned since I got rid of my cork, um, the cork was just always solid. Mm-hmm. Um, their customer service is off the charts, like uh, you know. And then so I got a new bike, and I sold the old bike with the cork on it. And I was like, "Well, I'll just get a new power meter when I can on the new bike." And I've gone through just about every other one on the market, um, aside from like an SRM, um, and. Well, you've always been a fan of like getting in early on and testing new products. Too. Well, that was yeah. Don't yeah. Don't crowdfund. No. Don't crowdfund power meters. So Dale did a crowdfunding campaign. I, I tried that one. That uh-huh. one was that one was by far the worst because it never worked mm-hmm. out of the box. Never worked. What was the name of that one? I can't even remember. They're probably not around anymore. No, no. they can't be. No. Uh, yeah, that was a huge waste of money. Um, you know, I, I like. Part of it is that I want the damn thing to like read like the cork. I want the numbers to be close to the cork. And everyone I've had since then has read low. Uh, it's one thing if your power meter's wrong and it's reading yeah. high. I mean, I'm not getting slower, so <laughs> that's the thing. I was I would be okay like if I was noticeably getting slower. Yeah. I'm like, well, it might be right. Yeah. Like. Attention, um, power meter companies. Yeah. Uh, you should inflate rather yeah, than deflate. Exactly. <laughs> or, or like, give the, like, uh, make it easy to, to like, bump the, you know, some of them are. They're, like, easier to bump, like, mm-hmm. the slope or a torque offset or yeah. something like that on there so you can match it. Which you can do with the, the uh, power meter pedals I'm on. Yeah. Um, through that app. So, like, I have a power, a, a Pioneer right now that um, is dual-sided. And the thing works great. But it just reads like it's always at least like 20 watts low from what I feel like it should be or, could, you know, like. So you feel like it kind of stays a standard 20? So like no. if you're at 200, it's at 180? Or is it. No. It's does like, the gap get bigger as you bigger, push harder? It gets bigger as you push harder. Oh. And then it's. But the so funny it's thing is. It's more versus... accurate on the trainer. Hmm. Like on the trainer, it like seems sim- like normal. Yeah. But then out on the road, it just like it's always low and it's infuriating because I work, I work so much with TSS personally Mm -hmm. uh, and just making sure that, you know, that's what I go on with like deciding workouts Yeah, Uh, and everything's low. So I always have to go in and be like, Nope, that's not like that. I feel terrible today. That was not a, that was not a 80 TSS day. Like, so um, the big one that I really want to smash is the, uh, the Watim Power Beats. Oh, oh my gosh! Like, not to like go crazy on this, but 
they're terrible. Like they're they're they've worked they worked for like we had two of them. Yeah. Had two of them and neither of them worked. One of them I sent back to them to like so they could it's a self-installed power meter. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well maybe I made the mistake. I sent one back to them. They installed new sensors on it, came back, worked for about 2 weeks and then it stopped working. The thing barely ever connects to the uh to the app you can you can't even get it connected to update it half the time uh one side will die faster than the other the batteries don't die at the same rate um and then like they'll just go even if you calibrate or offset it they'll just go crazy sometimes and like I, I, like at the uh at the the try this weekend i had probably my fastest bike average in a long time and it was saying I averaged like 180 watts, and then, and then like the other like the two days later, the day late or the yeah, it was like a couple of days later, days before when you and I went out on an easy spin, yeah. and I'm hitting like 400 yeah. 400 watt threshold. Like they're just they're never consistent. It never works right. I've gone back and forth with them 80 times. I got tired of chatting with them, yeah. sending them data. Yeah. Like to yeah, they've been trying to get it yeah worked yeah. Out. Uh, in their defense, they have been like working with me on it, but it just never. I gave one of them away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like sold a crank and just gave one with the crank, and the other one's still on my um, time trial bike. But I use it as a single sided meter yeah. because one when you use it as a dual, one will read it like twenty percent, and the other one doesn't read eighty. It reads like like 50, 50 like know. it should uh like it just it has just been a oh man i want to crush it mm-hmm. i'm in the process of getting a new one but i'm still not con- convinced that the new ones you know unless i get a quark or something it's yeah because uh, i i what i'd like to go to the the pedals but i just i can't get rid of my speed plays i don't mm-hmm. know i just i like having all the float yeah but that's it. That's my. That's the product I would love to all your, smash. All and I might do it on camera <laughs> once I get a new one. <laughs> uh, I am gonna go with my uh, my watch that's on my wrist here. The yeah. the Garmin Phoenix Two. So we've had a positive review. We've and had a, a positive and yeah. a not as positive. I don't actually want to smash it. Um, however, this is a this is a refurbished. Because the one I had before this, maybe a year into owning, maybe a little over a year, just just went black. Like, yeah. got on customers. Uh, the customer service was good, but the, the guy's like, ah, I've not seen that happen before. We were trying to do reboots and all kinds of crazy combinations, plug it in and take it off and do. And he's like, well, you can you can buy a refurbished one from us. And I'm like. <laughs> something you've never uh, seen happen before yeah. and i gotta pay for it huh? yeah so got the refurbished it's still pretty good it was like 50 bucks or whatever um and within like three rides maybe it stopped saving anything so i'm like doing rides it shows it saves stop saving or like when i go to upload gone and for all my strava and data junkies out there you know that if you're you've had a good good ride yeah, went after a few KOMs and it doesn't yeah. uh, doesn't upload. That's a that's an issue. Again, got on customer support. They, I mean, they were good. They, I had to like uninstall and then reinstall everything. But it's just the constant pain of ha- like you want something to just work yeah. like it's supposed to. Well, it's like 
I, th- I feel like on computers, like especially the high technology stuff, mm-hmm. it's it's like what happens with uh, like iPhones and stuff like that. It's once it gets a couple years old, yeah. they stop supporting it and exactly. they stop putting the updates are not nearly made for that hardware anymore yeah. and. So it just like gets oh. obsolete. And now it's reading all of my bikes as a as like a just a general workout. So when it uploads <laughs> like to Strava, it doesn't notice it as like a bike. So all the Strava said so I have to go and like manually make sure I switch it to a ride in order for it to show up as a ride, in order to have like the segments actually show up to see how you That's did weird. on certain segments. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, Smash it, and even on even on training peaks, it's the same on training peaks. It shows up as like an other workout, so That's, I have to go and change change what style of yeah. workout it was. Hey, if anybody has a uh, who's watching has a, a product that infuriates them, throw it up, uh, throw it up <laughs> in the comments. We'd love to just put a few more on blast here. <laughs> I can't think of another one off the top of my head that I've I, thankfully I've had either good experiences with a lot of the products that I've used or the customer service yeah. um, behind the product was good enough to not make me hate that product. Yeah. Um, like I've had, I've had things before, like a lot of different things have like broken, but the, they're like, like um, I saw some the other day at Cyclops, like mm-hmm. had like a eight year old fluid trainer and the, the, the thing started making noise and they had a new barrel and like, mm-hmm two days you know mm-hmm. so that's like that's the kind of thing where even if the product you know things are going to fail i understand that things right. are going to fail and i also understand that sometimes you're going to get like the bad apple that right something happened and yeah crap happens if you just back the product back the product with good customer service yep you're you're fine mm-hmm. you won't end up on the smash list <laughs> or will you their customer service was fine but two oh. in a row oh, yeah, well. two in a row Right. So uh, for sale, Phoenix Two. <laughs> yeah, I got a works, hot deal on a works great. Power Beat dual sided power meter. Hi, <laughs> right, crew. If you have, uh, I know there's people that actually had been wanting that uh, the power meter pedal review. Yeah. Um, if there's other stuff you want us to to buy and try, uh, if it's cheap enough, we might do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then we'd have to put a disclaimer on that. Uh-huh. Uh, if you want to sponsor a uh, product. Yes. Not uh, you can't be involved with that product, mm-hmm. but if you'd like to sponsor a product, we have a GoFundMe account setting up for <laughs> for product reviews. That's not true. All, All right. right. Appreciate it. you guys hanging out, listening, watching. We will catch you guys next time. Adios. Peace.